In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents I'm putting the pussy up on a pedestal Let me finish I was half a virgin when I met him With host Taylor Jackson When I RSVP to a party, I make it my business to come And Abby Lloyd Yes! 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 Let me finish I'll have what she's having Because we all deserve more than two minutes I'm really happy for you, I'll I'll let let you finish. Welcome back to yet another episode of Let Me Finish with your host, me, Taylor Jackson, known as at Taylor Jackson to ends. And oh my God, you did a subtle flex. You did a subtle flex. Fuck yeah, I did a subtle flex. Um, and Abby Lloyd, Abby, 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 spelled all different ways you can't find me. She's like kind of mysterious. So like if you really, she's, she like wants you to ma- uh, work for her. So like if you really want to follow her, get to spelling Abby, Abby, Abby in all right. the different ways possible. Okay. Exactly. Thank you. What a week. What a week. What a week. It has been Abigail. Yeah. Um, it's I'll let been, you. I'll just take it over. Um, There's been some, everybody was emailing us about the situation that occurred last week. There's been some um, new, what's the word? New um, engagement? Development. Developments. Developments. (laughs) Developments. There's been some new developments. Um, He does listen to the podcast. So, hi, (laughs) if you're listening. Hi, welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back. Thank you for being a loyal listener. Thank you for being a loyal listener. I'm so happy. Um, it actually helped. The podcast helped because then I had to have the talk that I really wasn't, didn't want to have. Um, mm-hmm. However, I was caught off guard. So um, I'm also really not like, I'm pushy to you guys, but I'm not pushy like in any other scenario. Yeah. Um, so that was super uncomfortable um, and I hate my life, but here we are and we're going to, you're here we're gonna, another day, a new fresh day. Like you were rattled, but you're good now. And I'm proud. Good. Um, there was, yeah. So things are good. We talked about it. Listens to the podcast. That sucks. But um, <laughs> stop laughing. Taylor, Taylor, but this is like my life. Like this, I know, is, this is like dude, not funny anymore. Like this is like it's not. It's like, like now. This is like the first moment where you're like, oh fuck! Like people actually listen or care about what I'm doing. So now I kind of have to acknowledge that. I get right. it. I do. I told you the whole conversation that occurred. I was obviously texting you while he was even with me, but um, I FaceTimed you. Actually. He like walked away for a second, quick FaceTime, you know, Taylor, here's what you just happened. You left me with some cliffhangers. Um, I was nervous all night, could barely sleep. Woke you did, up, you, you updated did. me. Um, you texted me I at like had texted Abby and I said, 
at 1030 because I hadn't heard from her since the, the FaceTime call where she left me like, got to go by that type of thing. And I'm like panicking, like a worried mother. And yeah. at 10 PM I said, please, please, please. I know you guys are together, but please send me a message saying you're okay. You're good. It was bad. So I can sleep tonight. Right. And she says, good. And I said, good night. I'll hear from you in the morning. I had a great sleep. You had a great sleep. Like, all is good. Um, yeah. And now so, we have a new listener, and I kind of am loving that, you know? You know what? He is. He's a new listener, and he's here. So he asked about your gym boyfriend. He said you should go for it. Yeah, well, the, the thing is, um, I think everyone is very invested in this relationship, and that I just don't think I'm, I'm at the point where I'm just losing, I'm losing hope for it because it's so far fetched, so far fetched. Uh, but Hey, well, if the opportunity arises, I think, what well, you know, we'll, we'll do the plan next week where we kind of like just walk around his apartment. I mean, I'm sorry, his apartment, <laughs> his apartment, Jersey, his, city. Yeah, Jersey city, Jersey city. And we'll just kind of figure it out. Um, we'll so there was one, there was one little situation that, um, I wanted to get like your, your perspective on because I was like concerned. Um, mm-hmm. and now he'll be hearing it as well. Um, Great. I feel like I'm like, ha- like, I know, I you know this. what, I, you know what this feels like? We're like, we're like what? divorced parents and our kid is like listening yeah. in on our conversation. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I have to be like, I have to be like very sensitive to what I'm going to say. Like walking um, on eggshells. Yeah. I'm, I'm constantly walking on eggshells. So <laughs> we're talking, whatever. And then he goes like, I feel like I've kind of made myself really clear. And then like my Chinese food rang and I was like, hold that thought run downstairs, FaceTime you on the run downstairs, get the Chinese food, talk to you for 0.2 seconds, run back upstairs. Convo was done. I didn't, and I'm too much of a pussy to bring it back up. Mm-hmm. But now I'm so sitting now, here thinking, what, cause what the fuck was clear? I'm not really yeah. sure. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, you just was wish just- that maybe you didn't have to go pick up the Chinese food right <laughs> then and there because now you could be sitting here and instead of being like full of fucking Chinese food, you could have had some cl- more clear answers. Yeah. I feel instead like I of- am in a slam poetry thing yeah. right now. We are. <laughs> um, okay. I get it. You got some advice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sure. You know what? Uh, I feel like now you guys have broken down. You've broken the ice. Like, the hardest part was like, yeah, okay, whatever. It fucking sucks that he listened to it and, like, heard us talk about him for 45 minutes. No, um, Taylor, 45 minutes longer twice. Twice. An episode. So, like, a full 90-minute situation. Um, anyway, it sucks, but he's, like, obviously super cool and brought it up, and he, like, doesn't re- – like, it made you have this conversation and now I feel like you shouldn't feel too weird to like bring it up again. You could be like, yo, actually like I was a little like called off guard the first time you brought this up, but I do have like thoughts on it or whatever. And like, I'm, you might be clear on the situation, but I'm still kind of not, I'm a little lost, you know, casual. Right. Cause like he's good. Okay. So listen, he's going to listen to this. And as we know that now, and the conversation will be had. So it'll be good. 
You're, yeah. You look like you look like a scary clown right here. You're like, it's gonna be okay, Abby. Everything's gonna be so fine. <laughs> I'm like crying. Yeah, I'm crying too. Um, Sean? Any opposing advice there, Sean, or effort? I guess I have a question instead of advice. So when he said, I thought I was clear, to be clear, what do you think he was being clear about? I think he was being clear about that word just like, you know what? I don't know. Like, maybe it's, it's yeah. just chill. Like, best guess, just though. Chilling. Best guess. If he, if he was going to answer the question in one sentence, how would he answer the question, what were you being clear about? Um, like, we're just chilling. I don't really have any, I don't really, like, I don't know. Like, he he doesn't really like, have an opinion. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't seem... Like cash, cash. Yeah, cash. So he, he would say we were being, I was clear that this is casual. Cash, yeah. Cash. cash. Do, do you feel like he just wants it to be casual, or do you think he wants oh it God, to John, be... Oh my I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, he said he was clear about it. Clearly, it wasn't clear, which he, is he's not clear. The guys think that yeah. they're being clear when, in fact, they're trying to be wishy-washy. This is just what we do. It's like he wants to, he wants to have what did you call it? Cookie? He wants to. He yeah, wants he to wants have, a cookie. But he wants to have he the cookie, cookie and eat it too, which is you know, I mean, that's normal, I guess. But like, I would assume when he says, "I thought I was clear," he probably means that, at least for now this is a casual relationship? Does that right. seem right? Yeah. But what that's if that's I don't not even what he really... means? What if he's like, no, actually, I thought I was clear because I'm not seeing anyone else or something like that. I don't know what else he said, but... like, cause... Yeah, it could, it could go both ways. Uh, I don't think I just it's a don't bad even want to ask. Because well, he already, like, he already yeah. has like a one-up on me. So now like, now I'm just out here... Why does he have one up? I'm just out here. I'm out here just trying to read the situation. I'm out here trying to read the situation. He has a one up on me because he listened to my most inner thoughts. So that means you became vulnerable and he's still invulnerable. So he has more power in the situation. Taylor, back me up. Yeah, no, 100%. (gasps) You're like this. Mm. She's like biting her lips at me. (laughs) Because I would would argue that you have more power in the situation now because you've made your feelings clear through the podcast you said look i want to date the guy not just fuck him and he's over here like i thought i was clear when he's really not being very clear so he's the one who has to fix shit and you're like look the cards are on the table i don't know don't you think that that's more power clearly you don't <laughs> oh, i think it's man, ha- you around. taylor earlier i was talking to sean and he goes um you and Taylor are just so guarded. You guys just really too, too guarded. And I said, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think um, we have our reasons to be because, you know, Sean, in the past, we <laughs> may have. Believe it or not. <laughs> believe it or not. We may have given up too much. We might've been too unguarded if that's mm-hmm. the word. Yeah, yeah, vulnerable, yeah. and now we're like, actually, fuck that. It, it reminds me of like a physical injury where, like, if you guys ever like broken a bone or yeah, really hurt sometime. Like, I broke my leg once. Every time I see somebody like like hurt their leg, I immediately have like this feeling of empathy because I'm like, oh, I remember what that was like, like taking that injury. So anytime yeah. like something is like 
coming from my legs, I'm like, I better be careful now. You know what I mean? That's you guys right. with your heart and emotions. We're like, you guys were like, you guys got all shanked by these douchebags in college. And then now, oh. going, well, well, just, I mean, I'm just kidding. Mine's only like had like five. one actual well, no, boyfriend. I'm saying minimum one each. Uh, it's to the but point. They really, it was the max. It was like, as if 20 men have hurt me. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So the point where now every time you're talking to a guy or dating a guy or hooking up with a guy, you just see the shank coming, which I think is tough. And I think that's, I don't think that's, a no, here's the thing. This is also- I think common. we see the extremes, the yes. extremes of these situations. Yep. Like the, the, the I want to be like in a full relationship with this person or like stay away from me. I'm going to be so guarded know? that he can't hurt me whatsoever. Right. Which is definitely, Abby admitted that last week, which I thought was really interesting that I, the only guy she's ever really dated are guys that were head over heels for her on day one. Otherwise, she just establishes like this is just casual. Now right. I'm not vulnerable at all. Whereas I feel like with this guy, guy who listens to your podcast, uh, it, you kind of have allowed yourself to be in the middle, which really makes you uncomfortable. I hate it. Can I also tell you this? I think this is a common thing that people do when they develop defense mechanisms or coping mechanisms where they start to value that part of their identity. So myself, for example, I'm pretty forgetful. I forget shit. Like if I'm supposed to pick something up on the way home, probably not going to get a chance to stop by because I forget shit. And I consider that a positive trait because you know what else it means? I'm carefree. I don't give a fuck. No. When my head hits the pillow at night, no worries. So I consider, I'm like, look, this is a great, this is a great part of my personality because like, it means I don't have any anxiety. But on the other hand, I forget to pay my bills all the time. So it's like, it's detrimental too. But what you do when you're confronted with that deficiency is you go, I think it's a good thing. And here's why. Instead of going, oh, wait a minute, maybe I need to change. And that's you guys with your hearts every time a new guy comes along where you're like, well, we're guarded, but for good reason. And what you don't understand is this is a good trait because that way we don't get hurt. You see what I'm saying? Like right. this way, when I hit my head hits the pillow at night, I'm not agonizing over whether or not that guy is actually going to want to date me. But what I'm telling you is that's how you end up not having a boyfriend. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, like this guy is out here like, well, I mean, am, I supposed to, yeah. am I supposed to commit to her today or else she's going to move on? Like, he's going to lose that sloppy toppy. That's not fair. You know, like, you gotta, you're trying to trap him. But I'm saying. Taylor, she said, ooh, he said, oof, he can't be losing that sloppy toppy. <laughs> but do you guys agree that you both have this in common? I don't think everybody yeah. like this. I mean, you two yeah. are both like this. Yeah. I think, yeah. Taylor, our problem is. Like, I just see, like, I see this ending horribly. And I see me just, like, crying for, like, days at a time. You said that, that's like, just- and that's funny that you say that because, like, I'm the same way. And also, like, I feel like you said that, like, weeks ago, too. Like, you know what I mean? And it's, like, we look right. fo- way too far in advance and not let things, like, play out on their own. Because, like Sean said, we're so, like, afraid of the, um... Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to call it the hurt. I want to say like the rejection-ish. It's rejection. Right. It could be rejection or it could be like, even if he wrongs you, like let's say you let yourself be vulnerable. Like getting rejected on day one, I feel like isn't That's necessary. Fine. That's not your problem. That's not my problem. Yeah. My problem I, is that like, I've already put in effort and now if that doesn't work out, I've already like now 
invested time. Yeah. Yeah. Feelings. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's interesting. Feelings. Too, I, feelings. Well, I know you're worried that like the minute you Wah. show your Wah. feelings to him, then now he has the power, which also not a great place to be in in a relationship. But it's also interesting. Like I know both of your relationships with your parents from my point of view, your parents seem pretty cool. Like the problems you like, cause some people will have this thing where it's like, I don't want to get hurt. And it's because of like old a divorce or something. Well, so I actually started reading this book called attach Jordana gave it to me. And, um, and, um, I love that you just, you just <laughs> mimed. I love her. You're allowed to say you love Jordana. Who doesn't host of you? Up <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, and it's basically about these like three different forms of attachment. Have I told you about it already, Taylor? You started to, but not really. No, tell, tell us because I bet you it applies to yeah. this situation. And it's like, there's secure, which means like you're in a relationship and you're just kind of like um, secure. You don't like worry about why they're not texting you. They can go out and you're just like, whatever, have fun. Like, oh my God, you mm-hmm. go out. You're like not thinking about them all the time. That's secure. Never been in that. Don't know what it's like. Couldn't yeah. relate. Is that good um, according to this book? Is that a good place to be? That is a great place to be. Then there is. Oh, it is. Hmm. Oh, because <laughs> I, I said, that. "Wow, that seems like very unreal it, to and me." Like, what almost? What it almost seemed like to me. One, I know nobody who's secure, and two, it almost seemed like like if you're that secure, like, do you even like them? Like, that's, that's what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> that's where my head, but I was like, oh, this person doesn't really like them. They're just safe. And like, oh, if I break up with him, I'll never find someone else. But like, this is what a healthy relationship is. I'm that's, assuming. I, I don't know that. I don't know that feeling. either. Um, then there's anxious, which is like, um, you're anxious. So like you are constantly worrying or like, if they don't text you, you're like, what could, what else are they doing? Like, um, you're like, they, they're going to leave me. Like it, everything that I do, like they're going to leave me. Like if I send this text, they're going to be like, okay, it's over. It's done. Which is like yep. definitely me. And then there's the last one, which is avoidant. And you just like avoid relationships at all costs because you're like, yeah. I don't even want to get hurt. And so like a lot of people are a mix of avoidant and anxious, which I feel like. I was just going to say, I, I, before you even said that, I was going to say, I feel like we're like, right. We're like balancing between the two of those to a T yeah, damn, that's crazy. Like, it does describe you too. That's crazy. Like to the T. Because like it's so funny it's because really, like, and speak like even with your text, whatever, like hanging out like a few weeks like it's like you saying that, I am now recognizing my behavior. Like even I'm right. messaging this guy off of hinge like like for a few days. Like I'm texting him now. And right. like it's not like constant texting, but if I if I'm the last person to say something and then he doesn't answer, I'm like, wow, like I, what? Right. I like look at that one sentence. It could be like, I love the show Sons of Anarchy, and he doesn't answer, and then he, and then I'm like, oh fuck, like I'm a weirdo, yeah. like I I this right. is a dumb show. I don't even like the show. <laughs> like fuck this show. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. where my head goes because I'm fucking crazy about it, which is yeah, I'm anxious and I'm avoidant. See, that's funny because I think when you're early in a relationship, like even how Abby is right now with Mr. Mr. Podcast fan, uh, love that guy, <laughs> by the way, uh, that he, lo- he loved you, Sean. He was like, you have, Sean has my back. And I said, Sean fucking sucks. Sean's an instigator. Sean gives the worst advice. And he's like, no, Sean is helping you and Taylor. I said, I do not need help, but thank you. I think in this phase or like what, when you 
mess somebody about sons of anarchy great opening line love that for you taylor uh it's i think it wasn't it, an opening line i know i know, I know. <laughs> <It's a terrible laughs> opening line. No, it's to be in that anxious space is fine i think early on you can't get to secure on day one but to be in the avoidant phase after one date because you're worried that guy doesn't want to date you forever I think it's <laughs> stopping you from developing feelings. So I actually got, I got messaged by a friend of the show who listens every week, who was like, yes. To let me finish? To listen, let me finish. This show is taken off. I don't know if you guys do that. Rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, that they that was, pussy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this listener, she is engaged. Rate, review, subscribe. Pussy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh she was listening and she was like, well, she's engaged now, but the advice I was giving you about how if a guy isn't into you, literally in love with you on day one, that doesn't mean that you aren't going to end up together. She was like, that is exactly the advice I needed before I met my fiance because he wasn't in a place to be in a relationship at the time. And most real relationships develop over time. And in fact, if you try to push it too much early on, it doesn't give them an opportunity to develop real feelings. Like, imagine what kind of fucking weirdo falls in love with Abby on the first day? That's a that's. I'm a like guy. really lovable, Taylor. We know. Taylor. I hated you on the first day. Remember? I hated you on the first day. Day two, three, four, Abby. Because remember, because I didn't speak to you. you. Oh no, I mean, I fucking uh, remember. Like, best friends. I remember the first. Actually, I remember Abby's first day. I looked over. So in the Betch's office, we have a giant glass wall go- looking over into the conference room and abby on her first day dressed first first and only day she was ever dressed appropriately for work she was in a fucking like blazer or something shit. Blazer i'm like oh, who is this yeah. who is this yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking girl and i know i didn't know this at the time but she had on her concentration face which do you want to describe that for everybody taylor it's when her concentration when, face yeah, yeah when when somebody's telling her something she's actually paying attention taylor, if you don't know my concentration face she's Abby's, like this her no, 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 no. Her, her jaw goes entirely slack. I like, like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> and her eyes go like a little bit, a little bit squinty, angry, and her it's mouth like is wide it's open. Like Taylor. It is. It's there exactly it is. like it. And it looks like she's disgusted by you, but also asleep with her eyes open. And I was like, what is she mad yeah. about? Who's this new girl? Day three, four, five. Oh my God, Abigail Lloyd just captures the hearts of everybody around her. Right. So how can you not allow this guy to do the same thing? You know what I mean? I guess. Oh, Abby hates Whatever. this feedback. No, Whatever. no, it's fine. It, It's just like, it is what it is. And I have to just kind of like let it play out. And it is what it is. It is. I love that. Actually, this is what it is. This is a good attitude to have. It is what it is. But if your attitude is, it is what it is, fuck him, I'm moving on. I don't care about no. him anymore. If oh. then, then you're doing the avoidant thing. I'm saying no, if your thing is like, that. we got to let it play out. Honestly, the only thing you can really ask of yourself is we'll let it play out. Yeah, so, that's what I'm going to do. But what do you think if you asked him, I mean, truly, where he sees this thing going, what do you think he would say? I would never ask that. I would, um, I'd rather be a five out of 10 than ask him that. <laughs> Would you, if you were going to ask him, are you going to have like a difficult conversation like this rather than be avoidant the way you're talking about? Um, would you do it over texts? You do it on the phone? You FaceTiming? You wait until you're in person? It all sounds so horrible. I'm definitely not FaceTiming and asking and I'm not calling and asking. So it's probably going to be a text. 
But you know what? We're going to cross that bridge when it comes to it because I'm just, yes. I'm not, not ready to have that combo. And that's okay. You don't have to be ready to have that combo. You're Kim Kardashian, Taylor. You're Kim Kardashian. In the, in the meantime, he's rating, he's reviewing, and he's subscribing to that pussy. <laughs> Taylor, you, like, I said this to Sean earlier, and it's so crazy that you just said that. Why? <laughs> because I literally said that exact same thing. Rate, review, subscribe to the pussy. What's the subscribe that you're having problems with? Yeah, subscribe. He's not, he yes. hasn't subscribed. He's just he's like rated. listening. He's rating. He's reviewing. We're just waiting for that subscription, baby. I do have something else that's going to make us feel, both of us feel better about the stupid fucking shit that we do and the stupid shit um, we act like. That didn't even make sense. Whatever. You guys get you guys get the fucking point, okay? I get We're the We're all going to feel better. Okay. So everybody knows everyone has sent a drunk text before. Um, my life. Normal drunk, normal drunk texts are like you're texting an ex. Yeah. And the- saying <laughs> shit like want to fuck or, you know, like. I miss you or I miss you, you up like classic. Um, But my roommate, Sophie (laughs) takes things to the next level. And since we're like a lot of our listeners aren't in college right now, so they don't really have roommates, you know, our our section disaster roommate story. I've kind of revamped it lately because I've got so much content with my roommate right now. It's kind of, um, it's turning into shit. My roommate does when she's drunk. That's Sophie, what I'm calling it. The thing is, Sophie's kind of like unhinged. So unhinged, and I'm obsessed with it. It I, is so great. She is so funny. Yes. So, so what did she do? Okay. What did she do this time? Is what I should say. It honestly, like, ma- like every time she does some stupid shit, I'm like, okay, honestly, thank you for doing that because now I feel better for the stupid shit I did. You know, and we're kind of like, yeah, oh, that's not the, that's the each other. You guys but- can't. You get. You guys can't. <laughs> do that we can't do that anymore it is it's (laughs) all of you listeners who've ever sent or done something regretful when you're drunk to an ex or anybody or embarrassed woke up feeling like holy fuck i actually sent that um delete 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 this is this will make you feel better and reassure you that everything's going to be okay okay so over the weekend um actually this was on monday this was a Monday. So she night. was she so, was blacked out on a Monday, right? Okay. She wasn't blacked out. She wasn't like she was wine drunk, and I'm sorry. she wine drunk. Okay, but listen, the thing is, this is what happens. I can't watch her because I go to bed so early. Like we went out to dinner and had wine, and then went to the roof and had some wine, and we came back down. I went to bed, but she stayed up. You guys and had wine at multiple locations, and you're telling me you weren't blacked out at at dinner and then on our roof. Okay, okay, so fine, quiet fine. down there. Um, Whoa. <laughs> so I, I go to bed, and she stays up, and that's where the issue starts because I'm not right. there to monitor anything. Anyway, a few right. months ago, she – okay, she hooked up – I'm going to give you some preface. She hooked up with this guy through twice, right? Um, the last time they had exchanged words, text messages, were in October, okay? Um, okay. That last time they saw each other, the last time they saw each other, which was like a week before the last time they texted, he, she was wearing his jersey because she was cold. Like, they were like just out. They weren't like hooking up. She was just out. 
So then she yeah. has the jersey. Um, but she, like, loves this. Like, she just, like, thinks this guy's so hot, da, 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 whatever. She, for some reason, guys, it is now June. She sends a photo Monday And they night. haven't spoken. She's, they haven't spoken. They haven't spoken. He moved to Florida. But he's back now. He's back in New Jersey just recently. He's okay. like a friend. Okay. She sends a photo of her in the guy's jersey. Um, <laughs> she hasn't spoken to, whatever. So this she decides so to weird. throw in the jersey. She decides to throw in the jersey, break out the ring light. Yeah. My ring light. And take semi-scandalous photos of it, of her in the jersey. I mean, pictures were Tip, great, like, yeah. great photos. It wasn't her a nude. It huge. was very, like, tips are huge, by the way. Yeah. Um, so she sends the photo and says this. Heard you're back in town. That is all the context of the message. All the context is and just, heard you're and back that, in town. And the slut photo. And the slut photo. And a slutty photo in his jersey. Okay. Okay. Honestly, a power move to me. To me, that's a power move. Like, good for you, whatever. I guess. She gets no response. No response that night. And obviously, <laughs> she's in the mood for attention. You know, she's seeking attention. So what else do you do than send the very, very uh, rated R scandalous photo that she hadn't sent to this man, but the one that she had took as an option? This is, like, full, like, tit photo. Um sends this scandalous photo is to she, obviously she the, still have the jersey on listen, where's the jersey no no this the jersey is on but <laughs> she sends the photo to not this man like she just kind of gave up on him because he didn't like answer she sends it to the ex the toxic dick in her oh, life as God. I may. because okay. you guys gotta stop doing that <laughs> i know right um he this man immediately responds with yeah are you ready for this are you ready for his response we need to really we've been laughing about this response for days he says yum my tan busty barbie (laughs) that is so disgusting (laughs) so fucking disgusting so i hate the word busty busty you sound like a he sounds 75 like, um, year old man watching a porn yeah i was gonna say like i feel like porno guys use the word busty or like or that's like, like used in a like a porn description porn. yeah exactly like the busty blondes breaking free or something like that yes breaking so free she, from where <laughs> i don't know they're like in jail or something the busty blondes and it's like a whole thing i don't know i just had a, like a vision or something um, right so she responds she responds to that and says Where's my Ken? <laughs> no. He she, then, this is how you know he's a shitty person. He right. responds to that with a photo of Baked Ziti. Yeah, he's not interested. <laughs> he, he, no, I mean, he's the worst. We know he's the worst, but it's like right. funny when we wake up. She, I'm like, Sophie, what were you doing for these past? Like, I was asleep. Just go to bed. Go to bed. I know. Anyway, the man that she sent. The, the ex that she sent these, the the tan busty blonde photo to, um, he right. lives in he lives in California. So there's a time change, so it's like 11 p.m. our time. She's sending these photos. It's like a ripe 8 p.m. He's probably making the big ZD for it's dinner. It's also like so, like it's Monday night. It's like he's. It's like, a Monday night. He's whatever. But this is this actually brought up a good like um, a good conversation. It's like is sending 
drunk texts are bad as it is if you're in the same time zone, but if you're in a different right. time zone, it is 10 times more embarrassing because you know, it might be midnight for me, but 9 p.m. for him, he's just starting to, like, go out. I'm already in bed doing stupid shit. Right. You know what I mean? I think what's what I liked from this was, like, drunk Snapchats can get really, like, I remember when I would send drunk Snapchats and I just, like, Somehow my clothes were always off. I don't know what yeah. would happen. They would always be gone. And like, uh-huh. that's where things, get. and like, I'll just open my phone the next morning and see just like random names. Oh my God. Know. Oh my God. Like it's triggering. Um, I'm getting like PTSD from that. I know. And it's like, I feel like it happens to people all the time. And I don't know. I don't know. It has to be stopped. It has to be stopped. And, like, there needs to be – like, I always said this. Like, I think there is – you can get, like, a – I don't know. There should be something where, like, I can't open certain contacts or Snapchat after the hour of midnight. Yeah, 10. ass. 10. I mean, yeah, 10 p.m. That's all you get. Right? Oh, and to top off this story, she acts – she then realized the next morning she accidentally – speaking of Snapchat, uploaded one of the scandalous photos to her (laughs) Snapchat story. So this is, when I saw this, you told me this, like this, this is so funny because first of all, like you see those things going around all the time and it's like, hey, did you mean to upload that to your story? And you're like, your heart drops and you're like, yeah, fuck, no, definitely not. And it's like always gone. But actually one time I was hooking up with this guy and... I had seen this tweet earlier and it was like, just got my nut. Why is he still here? And so I took the Snapchat of him, but it was like kind of blurry, but you could see who it was. And then um, made the caption, just got my nut. Why is he still here? Uploaded it to my story by accident and then had no Wi-Fi. He has no Wi-Fi. No. And then I was like, I was trying to delete it for so long. And everybody's texting me like, bro, is that blank? Like why blank? I'm like, I'm like, I'm running no, outside to no. try and get Wi-Fi. It was so horrible. Um, things like that are. We laugh about it now. It's really not that funny. No, in the but moment, in the it moment, is like heart wrenching. Heart and heart wrenching, and like I'm the type of person to I kind of hate myself for this and we've talked about this before is like the night that I do something stupid via Snapchat or text I will delete all traces of it like if you do that and then so what and like because I don't want to reread it like I already know what was I kind of you, said I don't I'm in denial I know. probably you're you're avoidant is what you are I'm avoidant I'm avoidant of the truth of but me I being think, a psychopath I know but like when I used to do that, I would have to read it the next morning because I'd be so mortified that, like, then I would never do that. I mean, I did it 30 more times, then I stopped eventually. Yeah. But, like, if they're really embarrassing, sometimes you got to read them just so that, like, I don't know, whatever. But humble yourself. But humble I just want to let you know that this, this, this will be a recurring thing because I've already got lots of things already written down that Sophie's done drunk that I want to share. I mean, keep for other episodes because they've really just yeah. go above and beyond for content. And it's also I love that about her. 
it's also kind of crazy that um, she's sending nudes, like, just in the text. She doesn't give a fuck who sees it. She doesn't. She's like this. I don't give a fuck. And guess what? There's, there is a happy ending to the story. He, the guy who she had originally sent the jersey, whose jersey it was, he did answer the text. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So it's um, a love story. It's a modern day love story. Take a nude, is. send it to a man you haven't talked to in six months, and hope for the best. No. <laughs> Yeah, Sean, you got you got a uh, question. You's got a question. You's got a question. The part that's interesting to me is that she clearly took these this photo shoot, did this whole photo shoot for one guy. It's literally one. his jersey, one guy, and then he didn't give her the response she wanted immediately, and she's drunk, whatever. That's normal. So like, she looked for the response she wanted and needed from that. Yes. Totally makes sense to me. Which of gets course. me thinking: if a guy receives a nude from either one of you or just somebody, Sophie, whoever, what are the chances that that photo has been- Has been sent sent everywhere. At least one other person. You know what? That, that is a good question. If somebody sent me a nude, just should I go ahead and assume that they sent it to 10 other people? Like, what's the deal there with- Because guys, I think, probably are doing them on demand. I don't know. Guys are gross. Right. It depends. It, like, if you're sending them via message, then yeah, you, she like I would be sending it to a bunch of different guys the same photo because it's like a, if it's a bomb ass photo, like I'm confident enough to send it via text. But if it's Snapchat, then you know you're getting the in the moment. No one else has seen this because it's like you guys are engaging uh, in those in that nude conversation right then. And there, I was gonna say the complete opposite. Messages. I really? was gonna say the opposite. Yeah, I'm never sending nudes on text because I don't want people to have them. So unless I'm sending them to you, you're like my boyfriend. Whereas Snapchat, you can probably assume I'm, I'm sending it to just every boy in my thing. I have not sent a nude in a while because there is no need to. But um, if okay. it, I feel like if it's on Snapchat... Histor- I, I just historically feel- though, like let's say you sent one on Snapchat, what's the percent chance that that was sent to more than one person like 65 okay okay it's like a mix would you be offended because again this in this case she did a whole photo shoot for a guy and she did a photo it, shoot oh yeah sent like, it photo shoot. he didn't know until until somebody forwarded him this podcast episode that that right. belonged to another man he just probably thought she got it at the good <laughs> but, but i think that's interesting goodwill because like whenever, like, here's another question too. Let's like, what would you rather receive? It, which is either a photo that looks good. Like we're talking like magazine catalog right. ready photo, or would you rather get something that's gritty and raw and clearly was taken just for you from like a weird angle with weird lighting? I think that no, one, because like, I, want the- I can go on Instagram. I can go on Instagram, see all that basically what a man would send me. Like, I don't like also like, don't send me like some magazine photo shoot you had like four years ago um, with your like washboard abs that were probably fucking Photoshopped. Like, I don't want that, but I, I'm assuming you're asking from a girl's perspective, like what they're sending. Like I, I can't answer that. Cause I'm not a guy, but I'm assuming that guys would want a um, the the gritty in the moment, knowing that they're the only one getting that. I don't want to send a gritty nude. If it's going to be a nude, it's going to be bomb. But what do I know? I mean, I'm not doing well. Not sending any gritty, gritty, gritty nudes. Okay. 
all this Snapchat, drunk Snapchat talk ties in perfectly with the DM we got from a listener the other day. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and read that real quick. Hi, ladies. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Listen to the whole thing in a week during quarantine. Need some toxic ex advice and couldn't think of a better place to ask. So this boy I hooked up with all of my freshman year of college has been liking all of my Insta pics. First to view all of my stories and I'm bored during quarantine, which has got me thinking about him. He was a dick the way he ended things and kind of led me on back in the day, but it's been years. So I went to drunk snap him last night after he liked a thirst trap and I see that I'm unfriended. I thought it might be from when he had a girlfriend, so I unfriended him, then refriended. He added me back. So how should I play it? Is I have no clue. My initial thought is that like, if I had a boyfriend and the boyfriend was like snapping this girl all the time and I just didn't trust her or didn't trust him, I would obviously be like, you have to delete that girl. Mm-hmm. That's one. Yeah. So like, that was probably what it was. Or like, just like a girl, sometimes guys are creepy on Snapchat. So I'll just like delete them completely because I don't want to talk to them. Yeah. Um, but I feel like talked about this last week i feel like there are so many ways to like kind of slide in the dms Mm -hmm. without looking thirsty and without it having to be like like your core or my core yeah um but what do you think um honestly i think that in this situation i don't think it's like oh like i don't think he meant to unfriend you to be like oh i hate this girl like who is this girl probably like you're saying like if he had a girlfriend um she probably has something to do with it uh and now you it's snapchat like literally there's no you shouldn't be afraid to send a snapchat anymore like snapchat is so ratchet now like you could always do like a general snap where it's like i don't know like food or something and send it to a bunch of people like one of those snap doesn't feel like it's kind of like ingenuine you know what i mean yeah it's like a mass Um, snap but if that if that's gonna break the ice because like why wait around for this fucking like joe schmo to send you a snapchat (laughs) when you could fucking a general snapchat and it like in hopes that like he does respond and if he doesn't then yeah then you don't have to worry about him anymore then (laughs) he's just off the radar but i would just do like a general snapchat not don't do like your tits out or like that like he will from what you've provided us with here he'll respond respond don't look so – and you taught me this, Abby. Uh, don't look so much into him what? viewing your all of your stories because I don't – that doesn't mean anything. Like right. Insta stories, uh, I go like this on my Instagram story. I, but gr- I click through. Granted, granted, I am still like – I'm still the girl that looks at every single person who views <laughs> my story and be like, did this one person view it? Okay, I'll, I'll yeah. give it a little more time. You know, I mean, exactly. yeah. But we're just fucking crazy, and that's how girls think. But that really doesn't yeah. mean much. But he likes the thirst traps, so you're in a good you're in a good spot. I think she is in a good spot. I think so. What we can. want you to do, and I'm speaking for Abby and I both, is because uh, we're DMing this girl now anyway. Uh, D Snapchat him some general like if you needed to get approved by us first, please tell us what you're going to Snapchat him, uh, we'll and we will tell it. you we'll approve it, and then you can give us some feedback of what happens after that okay i can't wait sweetie okay abby it is time for our hot virgin club story of the week it's the cringeworthy way you lost your virginity um so abby i'm gonna have you read this one this week thank you you're I've gonna been, enjoy it yeah i've been practicing reading too so it's like really cool for me um Great. all right ready 
This story is a little graphic, but it's definitely one to be told. So I'm going to set the scene. Ten years old, a fresh baby virgin, and I'm in the car with my older boyfriend who could drive at the time. My idiot baby self thought this guy was going to be the love of my life, but I'm 22 now, and here we are in shambles, single while he's engaged. Not the point, but I thought I would throw that in there. I love that. I love when shit like that happens. Um, so we're in the back of his Jeep, classic, and things are getting hot and heavy. Long story short, he attempts to stick it in, which then I get an unbelievable pain. I've never come close to feeling before. I know something's not right, so I run inside the house crying like a little bitch and proceed to check out what's going on down there. I'm gushing blood. That's scary. And there's a flap of skin hanging out of my vagina hole. I'm panicking, <laughs> calling my mom and telling her I took a tampon out, and now there's a scary flesh demon coming out of my vagina. She takes me to the doctor, and they're basically like, you're one in a million who have hymen. Most people know it as your cherry. Ew, what is this? <laughs> Most people know it as cherry, and it's going to come out. They told me, got to come out. Oh, it's got to come out? The hymen? Yeah, no, they had to take it out real. of her. Yeah. They hold me down, giving me a shot in my vagina and clamped that fucker out of me. It sewed me up. I cried like a little bitch and I don't think I had sex for a week. I think my boyfriend just had possessed dick. Feel free to laugh at my shitty experience. You're a big slut, Ashley. Bro, I am, uh-uh. Nope. I am, no, Tara. I would say, is there abne- What's the thing that I'm going to sound so you fucking thought, dumb? You thought you, you thought you had a bad experience uh-huh. at the doctor? Yeah. Imagine your fucking hymen being pulled out of you. Pulled out? Pulled, That's not supposed pulled to be pulled out. out? Like, what? I, I don't even know. Oh, and like, this makes me honestly, sick. I'm, I'm so dumb at, like, body. Like, where Same. does, what is, is, isn't that supposed to be somewhere? Well, like, what is that, like, holding up? I'm going to look it up. It's like, can you see it from, like, when you're just looking at your vagina like that? Can you see it or no, not? Like, you I'm can't so see dumb. It. No, you can't see it. It's, like, inside of you. Oh, my God. It's, we're dumb and dumber right now. Ew, and he had to put a clamp. Like, Ew, you know when you're looking at different types. Okay, I'm done. Yes. Yes, I do now. And they, like, open it up. Ew, uh, ew, ew, ew. Um, this is so crazy. Um, I would, if that was me, I would literally be mortified to have sex again. I would never, like, I don't think. I'd I know. You, you would. And that would be okay with me. Holy fuck, ow. I wonder <laughs> if this guy has done this to any other girls. Maybe it's his dick. Like, yeah, maybe. Why do we got to blend a female body, <laughs> you know? Like, why is it his fucking dumbass dick that maybe caused the issue? Maybe his dick is, like, his dick is huge. We're dumb. Let's stop. We're dumb. <laughs> we're dumb. <laughs> no, we're so Obviously, dumb. Obviously, we're fucking dumb. Like, the. Okay, but anyway, welcome to the Hot Virgin Club. You deserve it more than all of us because no one should have to go through that. Yeah, you can be the president you be, now. You, won. you can be the president. You know, I vote you. So I vote congrats. you. You're the, you're congrats, the, Ashley. You're a hot virgin Ash. now. Congrats to Ashley. Yay. Ashley and her missing hymen. <laughs> Anyway, guys, if you think you can top that story or yes. any of this other shit that you've heard during this episode, like the most ratchet fucking shit. Yeah, we want to hear it all. Okay, Abby, I think we've covered enough this week and that does it for this episode of Let Me Finish. And as always, do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe, swipe up, send us emails, do all the things. Please, we want to hear your ratchet stories, okay? See you guys next week. Batches.